Hello, the date today is Friday the 19th of March and you are listening to the Protoss Podcast, a weekly roundup of the most important crypto stories you should know about. This week, we looked at how BitMEX owner Benjamin Dello has been released on a $20 million bail bond while also denying money laundering charges. Later in the week, we also saw the team behind a security breach on Twitter, which was responsible for official accounts promoting a crypto scam being sentenced to three years in juvie. And we looked at the potential contender for what could be the first ever NFT to have existed, replacing the likes of rare pepes and coloured coins. Without any further ado, let's get straight into it. BitMEX co-founder Benjamin Dello was released on bail and CEO Arthur Hayes is negotiating the terms of his surrender. On Tuesday, Dello was released on a $20 million bail bond after pleading not guilty to violating US banking laws. And documents obtained by the block suggest Hayes is planning to travel to Hawaii to hand himself in next month. The pair, along with Samuel Reed, created BitMEX in 2014. The exchange allowed retail investors to margin trade crypto derivatives and leverage their bets on Bitcoin's price performance. The US authorities say the founders ignored requirements that it register with the Commodities Futures Trading Commission and a failure to verify the identity of users left the door open for dirty money and bad actors. If found guilty, the accused execs each face up to 10 years in prison. Subject to court approval, Hayes' proposed conditions of surrender include a $10 million bond and would allow him to travel between the US and his current residence in Singapore. As for the rest of the BitMEX founders, former CTO Samuel Reed was released in Massachusetts on $5 million bail in August. Head of business development and first employee Gregory Dwyer is currently awaiting his fate in Bermuda amid extradition proceedings from the US government. A Florida teenager has been sentenced to three years in juvenile detention for his role in Twitter's biggest ever security breach, which also doubled as a Bitcoin con. According to the Tampa Times, 18-year-old Graham Ivan Clark was sentenced as a youthful offender as part of a plea deal, meaning he avoids the 10-year minimum for organised fraud if he'd been tried as an adult. So, how did a high school student manage to infiltrate one of the biggest social media platforms? Well, according to the DOJ, Clark took control of some of the most followed Twitter accounts via an internal admin tool after tricking Twitter employees into giving him access to a customer service portal. This allowed him to change email addresses associated with the Twitter accounts. Hack complete, now to the CryptoCon. After commandeering 130 verified accounts belonging to prominent figures, including Barack Obama, Warren Buffett and Kanye West, tweets were sent out promising to double any Bitcoin sent to a wallet under Clark's control. The scam's addresses reportedly received around 400 transfers, totaling $117,000. The DOJ has so far charged two others for their role in the cyber attack. Clark's defense attorney reportedly confirmed his client had handed the Bitcoin stolen in the Twitter hack to authorities. He's also banned from using computers without law enforcement supervision and will be forced to turn over login credentials to any online accounts he owns. What's a week in crypto without a proper hack? 
On Monday, we reported an attack on social money platform Roll, which resulted in the loss of over $6 million worth of social tokens. The hack, which took place on Sunday the 14th of March, caused the price of some of the affected tokens to drop by more than half. In a statement, Roll said the attack was most likely due to a compromise of its wallet's private keys, not a bug in its smart or token contracts. Whoever carried out the attack didn't waste any time and sold the stolen crypto almost immediately via Uniswap. Then they transferred hundreds of Ether to Tornado Cash, a crypto mixer tool designed to improve the privacy of transactions. Roll has said that it's launched an investigation into the hack and has pledged to put together a $500,000 fund to compensate affected creators. Simple maths, however, shows that the fund will not cover all losses. As for what happens next, we've reached out to Roll, but haven't heard back yet. We'll let you know as soon as they do. Different folks will say different things, but if you ask someone what's the earliest known NFT, they'll either say coloured coins or rare pepes. However, on Thursday, we may well have found potential evidence for an even earlier example. A Bitcoin talk post dating back to 2010 was shared by Matt Lostro, which showed the author wanting to give Bitcoin a try by selling a picture for a dollar. The seller in question, known as Sabonir, asked that if any would-be buyers are interested to send him 500 BTC alongside a message that tells the time of purchase. While concrete proof of the sale is hard to find, there was interestingly a deposit of 500 Bitcoin into Sabonir's wallet just two weeks after the post. That would be the equivalent of buying a PNG for $30 million at today's Bitcoin prices, which, if we're honest, by this point isn't as ludicrous to imagine. Some NFT purists might argue against this, as it isn't exactly a clear-cut example of an NFT, since there's no corresponding token. And while that may be true, you could also argue they share the same trait, that both feature a dead link that leads to nowhere. Hosted on Dropbox, the original image is now inactive, not unlike some NFTs sold today. So sadly, there is no evidence of what Sabonir was actually selling, nor what the image actually looked like. But Sabonir described it as my own creation with a resolution of 1280 by 960. Great for a desktop background. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Protoss podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and all other major podcast providers. We'll be back next week. See you then.